Foreign Minister Nanaima Huta, as I told you earlier, is off to China tomorrow. And with us now is NZME's business commentator, Fran O'Sullivan. Hi, Fran. Good evening. Is this timing deliberate, do you think? <laughs> no. Um, the timing is what the timing is. I mean, obviously, the government's been after getting a, a foreign minister to foreign minister meeting for some time. If you look at what's happened across in Australia, um, Penny Wong went last year. This is um, both countries have been uh, acknowledging uh, 50 years of diplomatic uh, relations with the PRC. And so this is really, um, the timing is really all about that. But it's also linked, if you go back to last year, uh, you recall uh, Jacinda Ardern talked about potentially going up to China this year. It was very much on her radar screen. Well, she's swapped out of that job and Chris Hipkins is there now. He is trying to fit in a trip to China. So much of what um, Nanaya Mahuta will do will be laying the framework for that trip if it comes off. And it's by no means clear yet. And as the Prime Minister alluded today, part of the reason why it's not clear is that he's got a range of um, potential uh, people on his dance card diplomatically and internationally in the next few months. And he's also obviously wants to fight an election. So, you know, he's up against a timing, the thing there. But, you know, obviously the timing is poignant when you look at it, um, you know, what's happening on the global place. Uh, with the president off to uh, see Putin in um, in Russia, and um, obviously there'll be um, some uh, notice on all of that. But um, I think the other thing, which is quite interesting from a New Zealand perspective, was marrying that up with the visit by Kurt Campbell over the weekend, who was the White House czar on the Indo-Pacific. Um, uh, both security and economy to a large extent, um, the moves that have been put in place there to buttress the United States and the Indo-Pacific. And he came into here in the weekend. He has flagged potentially New Zealand getting involved in perhaps another stage of AUKUS where they bring in some more players. And that would be in a technical um, technical way because I, I guess if we tried to build nuclear subs, it would bankrupt us. You know? mm-hmm. So it's not going to ever be at, at that level. But it's interesting, you know, the gavotte is happening big time. The um, If we were to be brought into, into AUKUS, uh-huh. what would you have? The kind of like the tight group who are in it, the three of them, and then everybody else in a, in, 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 in a circle around that? Doing less. Well, it's not it's not clear. And what was flagged by um, Kurt Campbell, without being um, you know specific about it, was just looking at whether there would be a new level of technical cooperation or technical assistance uh, to other parties, including New Zealand. And um, there was no real detail on that, but there is expectation that over the next little while uh, there will be some meat on the bones of that. Um, it is something he has been leading throughout the Pacific, um, you know, countering, I guess, China's um, game plan, which was to form a security uh, agreement with a raft of Pacific island nations, apart from New Zealand and Australia. Well, that never came off. So clearly there is a deal with the Solomons. But, um, you know, it's very much part of the United States trying to bolster itself in the region. But one of the interesting things to me is when I look at what's happened with AUKUS in Australia, um, clearly that got criticism um, from China, who um, had a go saying it was sort of typical Cold War mentality Mm. and so on. And there's an element uh, to all of that, of course, and this is very much a Cold War at the moment. But what's also interesting is when you look at Australia, the business links are pretty pretty tight at the moment. They're starting to stabilise that standoff. It's not a reset, but 
you know, the falling out that they had, which did actually result in um, China putting coercive measures against Australia. But at the same time, um, Australia has got a range of high-profile business people who will be at the Boer Forum for Asia um, next week in in uh, China, which is hosted by the president. Uh, there's another group going up uh, to Beijing to the China Development Forum. So you're starting to see, as indeed out of the US, some quite high-profile business people still doing business there. So when you get the slightly jingoistic kind of backlash from people who say, oh, let's get all eggs out of the basket. Well, that basket is still pretty rich for a lot of people. Too right it is. Fran, thank you very much. Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's business commentator. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.